Hey everybody, and welcome back to Yana's Nirvana. Today's episode is going to be a little different than um, my la- than you know my other ones, but after uh, recording, publishing, and then listening to my my own podcast episode, um, I thought that I should actually like look at more police brutality cases. Um, and just, like, maybe see how many there were in the year 2020. And I came across this website called SayEvery.Name. And, um, I found this very extensive list of names. Um, but before I read off the names, uh, I'm going to read the About section on on their uh, website. Because I think it's beautifully worded. So it says, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing that can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. James Baldwin. Say their names. No justice, no peace. From day one, the U.S. mourned the tragic loss of thousands of lives in the September 11th terrorist attacks, vowing to never forget. Today and always, we must never forget the lives lost to the terror of racism, excessive force, and countless countless other injustices. To move forward, we must never forget the black lives taken unjustly. We must demand police changes, equality, and justice for all. In order to bring about lasting change, we must speak up, vote, and fight the cancer of inequality, racism, and white supremacy. History will have to record the greatest tragedy of this period of social transition was not the strident clamor of the bad people, but the appalling silence of the good people. Let me read that again. History will have to record the greatest tragedy of this period of social transition was not the strident clamor of the bad people, but the appalling silence of the good people. Martin Luther King Jr. Hmm. Alright. So on to the names. I wrote them down um, when I was substituting the other day during a few of the periods. Um, I'm going to start with 2020. Bear with me. Walter Wallace, 27, mentally suffering. Jonathan Price, 31, stopping a fight. Dijon Kizzy, 29. Damian Daniels, 30, mentally suffering. Anthony McLean, 32. Julian Lewis, 60, driving. Maurice Abistid, 30, in custody. Rayshard Brooks, 27, Sleeping in car. Priscilla Slater, 38, in custody. Robert Forbes, 56, protesting. Kamal Flowers, 24. Jamal Floyd, 35, in custody. David McAtee, 53, cooking. James Gerlock, 22 protesting. 
Calvin Horton, 43. Tony McDade, 38. Dion Justin, passed out, 28, passed out. Maurice Gordon, 28, unarmed. Cornelius Frederick, 16, restrained. Stephen Taylor, 33, mentally suffering. Daniel Prude, 30, in custody. Barry Gideus, 27, riding bike. Manuel Ellis, 33, unarmed. Lionel Morris, 39, in custody. Jaquin O'Neill Light, 20, unarmed. William Green, 43, sitting. Darius Tarver, 23, mentally suffering. Michael Lee, 18, mentally suffering. And that was all in 2020. On to 2019. John Neville, 56, in custody. Michael Dean, 28, driving. Atatiana Jefferson, 28, babysitting. Byron Williams, 50, riding bike. Elijah McLean, 23, walking. Jaleel Medlock, 21, in custody. Dominique Clayton, or Dominic Clayton, 32, sleeping. Pamela Turner, 43, mentally suffering. Ronald Green, 49, in custody. Sterling Higgins, 37, mentally suffering. Bradley Blackshire, 30. That was 2019. Uh, 20, 2018. Aaliyah Jenkins, 24, in custody. Emantic Bradford, 21, legally armed. Jamel Robertson, 26, guarding. Charles Roundtree, 18, sitting. Botham Jean, 26, eating. Harith Augustus, 37, running away. Jason Washington, 45, stopping a fight. Antoine Rose, 17, unarmed. Robert White, 41, unarmed. Earl McNeil, 40, mentally suffering. Marcus David Peters, 24, mentally suffering. Dorian Harris, 17, stealing $2 beer. Danny Ray Thomas, 34, unarmed. Stephen Clark, 23, holding phone. Ronnell Foster, 33, riding bike. And Daniel Hambrick, 25, running away. That was 2018. 2017, Damon Grimes, 15, driving. James Lacey, 47, mentally suffering. Charlena Lyles, 30, mentally suffering. Michael McIntyre, 32, mentally suffering. Jordan Edwards, 15, riding in the car. Timothy Kaufman, 56, collecting cans. Alteria Woods, 21, at home. 
Desmond Phillips, 25, mentally suffering. And that was 2017. 2016. Philando Castile, 32, driving. Christian Ta Taylor, 19, unarmed. John Neville, 56, in custody. Oh, wait, that was 29. Okay, sorry. Wrong. Deborah Danner, 66, mentally suffering. Alfred Alongo, 38, unarmed. Terrence Crutcher, 40, unarmed. Jamarian Robinson, 26, mentally suffering. Donnell Thompson, 27, lying down. Joseph Mann, 51, mentally suffering. Alton Sterling, 36, selling DVDs. Jay Anderson, 25, sleeping in car. David Joseph, 17, unarmed. Anthony Scott, 36, holding phone. And that was 2016. 2015, Betty Jones, 55, opening door. Okay, I wrote this name really fast. So, uh, Quintonio Laguerre, 19, arguing. Corey Jones, 31, waiting. Samuel DeBose, 43, driving. Darius Stewart, 19, um, um, unarmed. Um, these next victims are um, they all have something in common where they where they passed away. Um, it's the it's from the church shooting that happened in Charleston, North Carolina, in 2015. So. Susie Jackson, 87, in church. Daniel Simmons, 74, in church. Ethel Lance, 70, in church. Myra Thompson, 59, in church. Cynthia Hurd, 54, in church. DePayne Middleton Doctor, 49, in church. Nice water. Sharonda Coleman Singleton, 45, in church. Clementa Pickney, 41, in church. Tawanza Sanders, 26, in church. That was remembering the Charleston shooting. Khalif Browder, 22, mentally suffering. Norman Cooper, 33, in custody. Walter Scott, 50, driving. Natasha McKenna, 37, mentally suffering. 
That was from 2015. 2014. Eric Garner, 43, selling cigarettes. Twenty fourteen Romaine Brisbane thirty four unarmed Akai Gurley twenty eight walking Tanisha Anderson thirty seven mental illness Laquan McDonald seventeen walking Cameron Tillman fourteen hanging out Darian Hunt twenty two cosplaying Michael Brown eighteen unarmed Kajim Powell, 25, mentally suffering. Michelle Cousseau, 50, mentally suffering. Dante Parker, 36, riding bike. Ezel Ford, 25, walking. Amir Brooks, 17, driving. John Crawford III, 22, shopping. Jerry Dwight Brown, 41, unarmed. Victor White III, 22, in custody. Marquise Jones, 23. Yvette Smith, 41, opening door. That was in 2014. Twenty thirteen. Jonathan Farrell, 24, seeking help. Kamani Gray, 16. This is 2013. Renisha McBride, 19, seeking help. Theon Flood, 17, jumping turnstile. Gabriel, Gab yeah, Gabriel Windsor, 25, riding a bike. Wayne Jones, 50. Kayla Moore, mentally suffering. Another one that happened in 2013 is Kendrick Johnson. He was 17. And that's, it's not a police brutality case. But I suspect that it was foul play by his peers. And I listened to the case on a podcast. And... It was absolutely sickening. So I just wanted to put him on the list too. So he can be remembered as well. And the fact that that case like reopened just recently. 2012, Corey Stingley, 16, hiding beer cans. Darnisha Harris, 17. Jordan Davis, 17, playing music. Muhammad Ba, 28, mentally suffering. Sergeant James Brown, 26, in custody. Darius Simmons, 36, doing chores. Rakia Boyd, 22, at the park. That was 2012. Okay. Hey, I'm back. I had a refill my cup with water because I was getting dry mouth 
um, and I was stumbling my words a bit more than I usually do. And um, so here we go with two, 2011. Willie Ray Banks, 52, unarmed. Kenneth Chamberlain, senior, 66, at home. Cletus Williams, 57, at home. Robert Ricks, 23, mentally suffering. That was 2011. 2010, Eugene Ellison, 67, at home. Dan Roy DJ Henry Jr., 22, moving car, just 20. Eliana Stanley Jones, seven. Sleeping. Seven. Seven fucking years old. Lawrence Allen, 20, seeking peace. Julian Alexander, 20, holding broomstick. Marvin Parker, 52. Deontay Farrow, 12, walking. Katherine Johnston, 92, at home. Timothy Stansbury Jr. 19 opening door Alberta Alberta Spuel 57 at home Why are these police in the home so much? Anthony Dwayne Lee 39 at a party and they probably have no right to be in the home. They probably barge in there without a warrant. Just like Brianna's Taylor Brianna Taylor's case. She was also in 2020. Anthony Dwayne Lee, 39, at a party. Ricky Birdsong, 43, jogging. Amado Diallo, 30, 23, standing. James Bird, Jr., 49, hitchhiking. Nicholas Hayward Jr., 13, playing. Mary Mitchell, 41, at home. Sharon Walker, 33, driving. Eleanor Bumpers, 66, mentally suffering. Edward Gardner, 15, unarmed. Elton Hayes, 17, in custody. Fred Hampton, 21, sleeping. I just learned of him from watching the Chicago trial, the trial of Chicago 7. Martin Luther King Jr., 39, assassinated. Alberta Odell Jones, 34. Jimmy Lee Jackson, 26, protesting. 
James Earl Cheney, 21, murdered by KKK. Lewis Allen, 44, murdered. John Earl Reese, 16, murdered. Emmett Till, 14, lynched. That case is brutal. William McDuffie, 47, seeking justice. Della McDuffie, 63, playing music. These were about a year apart. I don't know if these people were related, but the, the date was about a year apart. And um, Malcolm Wright, 48, lynched. George Stinney Jr., 14, executed. Dr. Andrew C. Jackson, 42, murdered. And so many more lives that were cut short. No, I didn't forget George Floyd. Um, I waited to say his name at the end because it was his untimely death that woke me up really to how brutal police brutality is. You know, I had heard stories before then, like life experiences, not just stories. But I guess it just never really hit me in the way that it did when I saw the actual Instagram live when it was happening that day. It was on my explore page on Instagram. I just stood there in my living room in awe, like in shock. I, I didn't, I didn't, at first I didn't understand what was happening. But then, it got really close. And I saw that officer. I apologize for recounting my memory about it 
on here. So I know that could easily um, be a trigger for some people. And I apologize if that if I caused that reaction. Um, You know, George Floyd, his daughter was right. She said, my daddy's a hero. And when I read up on him, he was in Michigan or Minnesota, apologies, to turn his life around. He was at a conference or something for, I think, a religious group. You know, and even if he wasn't doing all that, you know, it would still be significant. But the fact that he was just, you know, making his life better like having like becoming like having a better quality of life he I think if the pandemic wasn't happening and like everybody wasn't quarantined and stuck on Instagram and social media in general, it wouldn't have gotten that big of a I think mass awakening I think it was that the fact that people were basically forced to watch the horrors unfolding on the screen And they realized that they couldn't, they couldn't stand for this anymore. They couldn't stand for this because that man could have easily been a boyfriend or a girlfriend.
and you realize that You have to speak up. We have to speak up. Against this nasty, vile system that we are living under. We have to speak out against it any way possible. Because what happens to our brothers and sisters of all ethnicities, all nationalities, all races, all creeds, but, but, but specifically black indigenous people of color. people who refuse to look at the facts just how disgustingly evil the white man is the white man's history is and how this nation was built on that those, those ideologies. Oh God, it's making me sick thinking about it. It's plain to see that the Constitution was made for the white man. and it does everything in its power to stay for the white man. They may make amendments. Those amendments are just appeasements, as you can tell with the 13th Amendment. We thought, hey, this abolishes slavery. But it was worded in a way that we thought, oh yeah, these people who are incarcerated, they deserve, they deserve to do that. But then this 13th Amendment rolls around and it actually gets stuck, like, started, people start, you know, acting on that. And they just round up all the black men in town for petty ass crimes, for looking at a white woman. you're locked up and put to work in chains and nowadays corporations still use it the mass incarceration their benefit 
I mean, it's been like that for several years. Many, many years. But, it's, it's slave labor that's happening in these prison systems. We just have to push to get that that amendment reformed, you know, reworded, so that shit doesn't happen. So black men don't get put away in jail for half a fucking gram for life. And yet a white man rapes a woman and gets put away for maybe five years. Or the fact that Scott Desjardins had sex with his patients while he was a doctor and he got charged and he had to pay money. He did not serve time. I know there's a lot of like quiet and just a lot of dead, dead uh, noise or whatever. Um, because I'm staying like, I'm just taking breaks <laughs> between what I say because well, one, you know, for dramatic effect, but also the fact that it is heavy stuff. And the fact that I've been learning and like unlearning this shit for months. But, you know, it's obviously been around for hundreds of years. And I'm just like absorbing all this knowledge. And yet I still barely know anything. <laughs> There's so much to learn about it. There's so much, there's so many ins and outs of the system. But also, white supremacy is fucking crazy. And defeating that beast, the idea of defeating that beast, to me, so intriguing. It's almost, I mean, I would say it is one of my life goals to be able to literally, metaphorically slap white supremacy in its face. Shove my foot up its asshole. You know, Give it a swirly. Say, so you're no fucking better than anybody else. Get off your fucking high horse. 
and distribute your money. Eat the rich. Honestly. What would you flavor? What kind of seasoning would you put on human flesh? I'd probably put some cayenne pepper, some turmeric, probably some cumin. Yeah, cumin's good with meat. Um, a little bit of salt, a little pepper. Um, maybe a little bit of garlic pepper. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, hmm. What style, though? Like, would I eat it? Like, would I make it into tacos? I think I would make it into tacos because that's the first thing that kind of popped into my mind. So, you make it into... Well, it depends on how meaty or how gamey human flesh is. Mm. Like, is it tough? Or is it like, mm, not in your mouth kind of stuff? Mm. Because I was thinking we could make it into ground beef kind of thing and make it in taco. But if it's a little bit more tender, well, you probably do like shredded, shredded flesh. Maybe that would be nice. Um, yeah. Mm. And with some, with some avocado on top of it. I'd probably uh, fry an egg. Mm. Yeah, avocado and some some uh, gluten-free wraps. Put that in the pan, fry it up a bit, get it hot, and get it a little hard. Oh, actually, no. I do corn tortillas for sure. My homemade corn tortillas. <laughs> mm -hmm. That sounds good. That would be a good meal. Wash it down with some kindrail. It has some wine in it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how I would eat the rich. Um, if I ever got the chance, uh, I hope you would come to my, my dinner party, because it would be a blast. But, I apologize for going on that tangent, but I hope, uh, you followed along. And I, I really didn't intend for myself to go into this topic especially in this episode. So, going back to the topic of this episode, the main topic, um, there's one, two, three, four, five, five and a half pages worth of names 
and that's not even all of them. There's an option to add a name if it's missing on that website. So if you if you know of anybody um, who's lost their life to police brutality, fill out that form so they can be forever remembered on that website. Say every dot name. Um, so thank you for listening and I hope it wasn't too bad of a, a too bit too big of a doozy. Um, but I will um, Okay, okay. So since there's probably a lot in your mind and this was a heavier this is a heavier episode than I've had. Um I'm going to lead us in a a breathing exercise to help clear our mind and to rest our heartbeat and to equal our breathing. Okay. So if you can, if you're not driving right now, close your eyes. Imagine you're in your happy place. Whether that be your bed, the car, the woods, the beach, the mountains, the city, the countryside, wherever that may be. Imagine you're there. While you're at it, go ahead and relax your shoulders. Just sit there and notice your natural breath. How your body rises. and falls with each inhalation and exhalation. And the exercise we're gonna do today is called equal breathing. I'll guide you in this breathing exercise once you got the hang of it, you can do it any day, any time of the day, for just about anything. Breathing exercises are shown to reduce symptoms of ADD, OCD, ADHD. PTSD, depression, insomnia, and many others.
we'll do four deep breaths in, four, four counts, I apologize. We're gonna do a deep breath in through our nose, four counts, and a deep breath out, four counts of our nose. Breathing through our nose helps to centralize the airflow. Breathe in, one, two, three, four, hold, three, two, one, release through your nose, three, two, one. And you can do that as many times as you like throughout the day. I hope you have a great day and you and you do your best to inconvenience the system. Inconvenience the system. Fuck white supremacy. Fuck capitalism. Fuck racism. Keep chipping at that wall. Peace out. Until next time.